What is up, ghouls, gals, creeps, and mutants? It is the Undead Matt here with another band showcase episode. Today, I am joined by Eli and Nate of When Darkness Falls, a metalcore band here in Colorado. And you know what? It was really cool getting to sit and talk with them just because they're such friendly, friendly dudes that when you listen to their music, I mean, it's a little cliche, but I still enjoy it just because even though if it is cliche, it's just a nice sign that when you have a band that is very heavy sounding in person they tend to be very nice you know and we've kind of had this talk before um, with Johnny from prison a few episodes back every example I get when I talk to anybody who's in a metal band or a hardcore band and they're just so nice and so friendly and just really kind and sometimes really really calm and mellow it is really kind of polarizing just because you do expect a very kind of abrasive you know attitude or not even attitude but just kind of like a presence and general but that doesn't happen you don't really get this intimidating presence and I love that because it makes it really easy to talk to these dudes and then it makes you just think of you know fans who come to their shows they come up to talk to them and just imagining that like atmosphere of saying you know uh, hey I loved you guys I love being able to see you play that was awesome and then just to be able to have that talk with an artist I, I don't know man it just it makes me really happy just to be able to talk to guys like this so again uh, jumping into it support when darkness falls support Eli and Nate and everything that they're all doing. They're a badass band. They're really great dudes. And with that being said, let's jump into the interview. Welcome back, everyone, to the Punk Rock Horror Podcast. I'm Matt, the Undead Man, of course, and it's another band showcase episode. And today, I am excited to have this band with me, starting out and originating from Longmont, Colorado, now calling Lafayette their home, their center for operation. Uh, this band is definitely a band, another hidden gem within Colorado, and I'm happy to bring them on, and especially because it's our first metal band that we've had in a while come on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Eli and Nate from When Darkness Falls. Welcome, guys. Ah, thank you for having us on. Yeah, man. Stoked. The, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on and hanging out. I'm glad we actually got this set up within the week, too, uh, just because, and we talked about it a few times on the show, of uh, just uh, the struggle of trying to get some bands on due to COVID shutting down a lot of things and changing schedules. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, immediately when I was like, yeah, can we do this weekend? I was like, yeah, let's do this weekend. Let's get it going. Let's just, yeah, let's knock it out. So, Jump and, on it. So, and also, this is our first band showcase in person that we've had in a hot minute, too. So, uh, again, well, thank you for letting me into your lovely home into your basement of course. Uh, surrounded by what you would expect as a band practice studio it is very homey here it's very like underground and i love it i mean <laughs> underground literal in the sense but also just the aesthetic <laughs> of it as well so, oh, yeah. so thank you for having me in so when darkness falls uh who are you guys and how did you come to be well i'm eli uh i'm the vocalist and the guitar player uh, I'm the originator of the band. Uh, like I started off in, I think it was in 2014, is when it was. Um, like I just wanted to get back into metal. I was doing a lot of acoustic stuff and just kind of wasn't digging it anymore. And yeah. Really needed to get back into metal. You know, like I felt like there was something in my heart that was burning and like or dying to be honest. 
you know, and and then when I, you know, I held my guitar again, like my electric guitar, not the acoustic guitar. I was like, dude, yeah, this is what I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing. So, so you were, so, so you're saying you were like originally in the metal scene doing metal, you know, metal music, and then you took. A, it sounds like you took a break from it. Yeah, yeah. To go do more acoustic sets, um, and then yeah, you, you came back. I, I wasn't intentionally to do acoustic sets. You know, it's just kind of what ended up happening. You know, uh, yeah. I was in a different group for a while called Piercing the Darkness. And uh, our vocalist ended up leaving. He moved to Belgium, and uh, we tried out a different vocalist, and you know, it just it just didn't work out. You know, it just didn't feel right. Right. And so uh, uh, the drummer and I we started a different group, and we had a we had a girl vocalist, and not against you know girl vocalists because you know a lot of great you know girl singers and whatnot. But it just I don't know. I just wasn't feeling the I guess the music. I guess. Yeah. You know? And then that's when I stopped playing metal completely. And yeah. I still love music and went into acoustic music. And that was like a year and a half, almost two years. Couldn't do it anymore, dude. <laughs> and, and so then you came back. You, you, you knew that you wanted to get back into making King Metal. You wanted to get back into doing what your passion was and what you love to do. Yeah. So how did you and, uh, and Nate meet up here then? Oh, man, that's oh. years later, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, what? Like you was were that 2016? Yeah. 2017. That was, oh, that was, no, that was 20, uh, 2017 because I moved... To call, I moved to Denver from Seattle, Washington, in to the August of 2016. Okay. Um, I originally moved here because I was interested in doing music production, like, yeah. and I was big into electronic music before. You know, I had listened to stuff like your typical, like, you know, kind of more mainstream or more sort of obvious choice metal bands like Metallica, and yeah. Slipknot, and Disturbed, and what, and stuff like that. But as I was going through the program. Um, when I was back in Seattle, I met up with some guys and I got introduced to Melkor. And then, thanks to a guy named Bob, because obviously, I just jumped right into the depths of the extreme metal pool, and that just sort of broadened their horizons. So I was starting to become a metalhead, even though I was came to Denver and I went to DU to do music production, and I was learning like audio recording techniques. And how we met starts on spring break. Okay. I'm just, don't don't think on that. I'm. I'll explain. No, no, no. I mean, hey, you know, life changing events always happen on yeah. spring break. So. Yes. And wouldn't you know it? This also involves alcohol. Oh, um, go figure. Oh yes. So it's the Saturday, the first Saturday of spring break. I will say though, we were when he when when we ran into each other, we were on our seventh drum or was it seventh or sixth drum? Because um, you were because se- seven I, and I, nine. Yeah, I'm seven and nine. So. I'm seven of nine from Star Trek. Okay. Yes. Because we've had many drummers, dude. Okay. Like, so uh, we've we had a bass player, Mackenzie. He was our bass player for a long time. He's, uh, you know, been recently uh, released from the group. Uh, uh, we're looking for a new bass player, so we're we're stoked about that. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, from my perspective of this story. Um, there is this place in downtown Denver called Bar Bar. If you're not aware of it, it's off Champa. It is, like, if you imagine, like, a dive bar. Yeah. Like, deep dive. We're talking fucking Mariana's Trench Deep. That yeah. place. Is, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I, I, yeah. I've been in Bar Bar a couple times. Oh, it's so, the Devil's Pit. Yeah. yeah basically. It's, it, it's, so, the guy who's putting on shows there, I think, uh, Tony Becerra, Bacara, I'm not sure how I'm pronouncing his last name right. 
But he just put up on he just put on shows there. And this particular night, I just went there just because I enjoyed some seeing bands at Bar Bar with, that he put on. And I got an interesting. It, it was interesting because <laughs> even before the first uh, band started drinking, I was two drinks deep. And then the next band came on here, and wasn't too enthused. Yes. I'm wanting. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw the band Nefarious Heart, and I thought they were absolutely terrible. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes, this is fucking. Uh. So this I. This leads le- to good though. This leads to good. <laughs> oh yeah. This leads to good. <laughs> Eventually, it does. Uh, this is going to be another 15 minutes of bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna. It's it's great. Um. So I do what anyone. Any sane person would do after two beers when they see a terrible band. I go up to the bar and I order a white Russian. Okay. Then a rum and coke. Okay. And then another one. A white Russian and a rum and coke? Two rum and cokes. Okay. It wasn't Jack and Coke. I was too drunk. I couldn't remember. (laughs) So, next band that's on is Six Feet of Anger. About halfway through their set, I lay down in one of the booths and I pass out. I am out for all of their, uh, the rest of their set. And all of the next band set, which I would later learn is Carnivorous Greed. And I'm also out for about halfway through the last band set. And this is where you start talking, Eli. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're getting ready to set up, right? Okay. And uh, it, small venue, right? Small venue. So, uh, so we're setting up everything. And I'm trying to, like, I, I didn't have a guitar stand. And so I didn't, ha- I didn't know where to put it. Uh, and so I was looking around. And there's Nate, passed out in a bench. Just like this, just passed out. And in my head, I was just like, well, he looks like he's pretty safe. So I just laid the guitar on top of him, and I was like, I think we're going to be okay. Because he was so close to where we were playing. If anything went wrong, I could stop it from, you know, happening. Yeah. But, and when I knew, like, it was safe was when I was, uh, when I put my set list under his foot. And, like, I picked up his leg, and I or picked up his foot, you know, and then I put his foot, you know, it's like, so that it wouldn't blow away. Total dead weight. And he was there the whole, the whole set, dude. Like, almost the whole set. Yeah, I think eventually he woke up, but, like... I, I still laid there. I was yeah. just like, I just didn't feel like getting up, and then I also noticed, oh, holy fuck, there's a guitar on my chest. So I'm just sitting here, just arms up, just like, yeah! <laughs> but I, I couldn't tell you uh, what the hell was going on, but I was thoroughly enjoying it. And, uh... My friend, our friend Derek Bettinelli, bastard, took a picture of me passed out in there. Yeah. <laughs> and he also helped save my ass. He uh, made sure I got home okay when the okay. show was over. So shout out to him for yeah. sure. Yeah. So the weird part is, I don't remember even seeing him afterwards. I just remember putting the guitar on him, picking it up, and that was the end of it. Like I don't remember ever seeing him. Ever and so that, so that at that point he it was, yeah. he, he helped you to like stay in contact. He was with a that prop point. in my life at that moment. It was, <laughs> just, it was like I was really, kind of, I was really kind of hoping that it, it would go kind of like in this like left field example, just like yeah. and then we started doing our set, but then you know stuff happened and I couldn't find my guitar and then all of a sudden he comes up with it and just starts shredding. No. But either way no, though. No, no. And the story doesn't even end there. Okay. Because the next day, I wake up with a son of a bitch of a, of a hangover. Right. It's a, on a Sunday. And I'm chatting with uh, Derek, and he says, Dude, yeah, that band's cool. And he, he's gonna we're going to meet up at Black Sky. Right. Um, he's going to bring me, like, a little booster pack of, like, like CD, like, EPs and singles from uh, metal bands. Um, and I he sends me that picture, and I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch. Wait a minute. I so I go on to a meme generator, 
and I come up with that picture, and it says, uh, I'll show you after we're done. It literally <laughs> is, has that picture of me passed out, and it says, they told me I could be anything, so I became a guitar stand. <laughs> 11 o'clock, I post that on the internet. Two hours later, I'm at Black Sky hanging around, and I they have a metal matinee, so there's two bands playing there. There's Tethys and Endlight. And wouldn't you know it, one of the members from Endlight, Kayla, who's uh, standing about 20 feet behind us, um, recognizes me as the guy from, the, from, that, from that stupid meme. And I tell her the story about that. And then she kind of mentions that, um, that when Darkness Falls was having problems with her drummer, like behavioral problems and like just personality issues. Yeah. So a lot of clashing sucked. personality clashes. It's just Yeah, it's I have no problem admitting that some human beings suck, okay? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's some. I think some, well, that, that's like I would say a decent portion. Yeah, I, you know, I would say there's <laughs> way more good people. I can honestly say I feel like there are a lot more good people than there are bad. I will but the bad ones you they, they, stick, they stick out like a nail for the bottom of your foot. Yeah. A, uh, sweet, a sweet person told me once that uh, the, the good people tend to make a lot of bad decisions and let that define them. Uh, so, yeah. so, hopefully... Where's uh, that person it, at now? She's actually mother of one of my friends who, uh, like, yeah, who, who like, helped take care of me uh, a lot. Uh, so. yeah. <laughs> I just got yeah. buried. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. You're not. <laughs> um, so anyway, the so it's just like all right, I'll take that on. It's just like because I had played in metal bands um, before, and I recorded uh, an EP. In well, I recorded the drums for this EP yeah. um, for this band called Acrimonia in my basement. Shout out to Tony, Bob, and Scott. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout it's out. all one person. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And so it's like, oh, I want to play some. I want to play some metal because I was starting to listen to like um, a lot of like the, all the extreme side of thrash. Um, and so I messaged him, and the first thing I ever said to him was, "So, did I make a good guitar stand?" <laughs> and thus started a relationship to last a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you what I, I couldn't tell you what I responded, but. But it did lead to him being like, ah, uh, to him being our drummer. So yeah, here we are. Yeah, it, 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 I, I would say that um, you, this is a lesson for everyone listening to the show. You get one shot at using the blackout networking method, and I will say, for me, fucking change my life. You know, man, uh, we we talked about this recently on the show about synchronicity and the fact that like random uh, similar things that are not related at all will happen at the same time. And it, you can't explain them at all. And it's just interesting. It's just, you know, you were in the metal community for a minute there, uh, walked away to do some acoustic stuff, came back to do it, and you're coming to do the show, and you see this guy who's passed out, who looks who looks safe, and you're taking a chance here, admittedly so. <laughs> but I can hold a guitar. I was probably <laughs> super intoxicated at the time, <laughs> too. Just, I, yeah, let's just, yeah, let's just yeah, 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 yeah. So there was part of me probably just like, yeah, that's a good idea, like, uh, you know. <laughs> it just seems so. Yeah, it was like, if he does something, we'll just kick his ass, you know. <laughs> Who knows what, what was going through my mind, but uh, yeah, you can't, you can't, well, it happened, and uh, a lot of uh, crazy events later, uh, here we are. 
Yeah. That's just, uh, I, I just think that's really kind of like whenever we look for examples of, of destiny or fate using its its whim or however you look at it, um, you know, and then you, we have you, you know, coming from Washington and Seattle, coming here yep. you know, to study, getting music production, and then you end up just going to the one show that, that, you, that, one. that you pass out at. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe so much in destiny or fate. I just think it's like one of those random chances that, you know, a chaotic universe eventually uh, will spit out something like that, and you just got to make the most of it. Yeah, so and that's what we're talking about. It's just like the synchronicity of this, how everything worked for you guys to just like yeah. meet up in this way, and then you being hung <laughs> hung over, and being like, oh, <laughs> did, did right. I make a good stand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, yeah, I, I was probably waking up the next day. Just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, whatever. And then I go back and look at it later. <laughs> well, I, 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 I just think that's so great that you guys started off on like such a good footing. Yeah. Like, like obviously an odd footing, but a very good one nonetheless. Yeah. Because nobody, I mean, no one really thinks of like that being the start to like yeah. you know, a drummer joining a band. Yes. Or how have you? We, we did get off on an odd foot, but that's because I. That's what I have: two left feet and fucking ugly shoes. <laughs> True. That's why he wears black now. Do you actually? I was like, I was like, I was like, do you actually have two left feet? Wait, what? <laughs> He's like, whoa. I was like, yeah, we we had the, you know, Darkness Falls. The guy that has the two left foot drummer. <laughs> Man, that'd be a uh, son of a bitch. That'd be selling awesome. point, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'd be we'd be huge already, dude. So, uh, uh, before we continue, I kind of want to ask you really quick, Eli. So you were, so you did, you know. Fall out of the metal community, and I want yeah. to ask you this question just because um, it's one that we that we talk I kind of talk about with some people that I teach you know guitar lessons to is that you can walk away from an instrument, um, but you always come back. Sometimes you know musicians will take like six months to a year to even like three years before they ever come back to their craft. Um, what was that like for you to try and get that motivation to come back? I mean, when did you know that this is what I want to do? I'm gonna get back into making metal. Like, what put you back on that path? Well, you know, what was happening was when I was doing, like, the acoustic stuff, uh, my, my electric guitars were, like, they were in storage. Like, they were, yeah. you know, in a room with a bunch of other random things of mine that I owned, but I still had the acoustic stuff and going out and doing that. Um, I, th You know, there honestly, I felt like there was something missing, you know? It was, a, it was almost like, uh, you know, one of our, we, we had a, an EP called Awakening, and a lot, of, a lot of it was kind of like that. I had an awakening, dude. Like, you know, I was just like, what, what, there's something missing. There's something inside of me that's like, that I'm bummed. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I had these friends, you know, I had, you know, a car, I had a job, whatever. But I was just like, what, what is it, you know? And then one day, you know, I just, I was just like, you know, let's plug in this guitar. Let's just mess around with this. You know, I took it out and it was all dirty, you know, clunks of like, uh, like, like uh, the dust. dead skin. Yeah, and you know, that, so yeah. You know, I was just like, oh, I better clean this up and put some new strings <laughs> on it, you know. And then, but that when I heard that, you know, when I rang out that first note, dude, and like, you know, that, you know, it probably wasn't in drop B because we play in drop B now. It was probably like drop C or something like that, or you know. But I, you know, I rang it out and I, I heard that crunch and it just like, it was like a vibration, like you know, through my body, you know, starting from my heart. It was just like, boom, and it was just like, whoo, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, holy shit. So you, know? you, so you had like your passion relit itself. Yeah. Like, you know. It, 
you thought it, it sounds like you and, and you know correct me in any way please, yeah, yeah. but it sounds like you know uh, that you left your passion for a minute to try and you know refocus it yeah and then maybe like in a subconscious level you forgot I think why. that's a big thing you know to yeah. be honest I was yeah, sorry go ahead. no 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 I was letting you finish I'm sorry no, that that's exactly it dude I like I forgot what it was I forgot that I forgot that what you know what drove my heart you know and like what you know gave me the desire to just even live or like want to do something you know yeah and like and that's you know creativity in the correct place you know you know and that's with music you know and with metal particularly but for me you know yeah I know other people you know had their other thing that they dig you know and that's totally cool and I respect that because that's your heart that's what you desire go for it I, I, I will say I gotta give you uh, both of you credit you know for uh, hearing your music the band itself when darkness falls you guys are very very just like friendly open environment type of guys <laughs> yeah. and it just uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about too much on the main show but we talked about before that when it comes to like the punk and metal community you tend to run people who are more loving and more accepting um, you know two varying degrees yeah. of course uh-huh. but it, it's just really interesting that when you have like, the, it, you seem like it seems like the heavier the band or like the more technical or what have you just the more friendlier they are and it's just really oh, really nice yes. you Dude, know? some of the nicest people I've met um, like one of the one person I've actually talked to a few times uh, there's a couple people um, one of them is um, a man by the name of uh, Matt McGrocky um, okay. he I, call, I he's uh, one of the examples of people I like to call death metal Rapunzels because he's got hair like down to his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Nicest guy. I just and um, he's the, currently the vocalist for Cryptopsy and another guy, really nice guy, is uh, Stefano Franceschini. He's a bass player from Italy. He I, I've seen him play three times in two shows. So how does that work? Well, he's the bass player for Hideous Divinity, oh, wow. which is brutal technical death metal, and then. Uh, he's also the bass player for Aborted, like one of the biggest brutal death bands in yeah. the world. And he yeah. played a set with Hideous Divinity and uh, then Benighted Cryptopsy and then Aborted. Okay, I thought you said Cryptopsy. I was like, okay, yeah. I thought me and Cody were the only guys that knew this band, so I'm really glad. Oh, you're welcome. Thank Crypt you. Sorry, I'm so kicks, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, uh, Cryptopsy <laughs> kicks ass. Oh, yeah, no. Hands yeah. Shout but out to Cryptopsy. That, he played, um, yeah, but Stefano played like um, a set with Hideous Divinity and then later did a, uh, did like another set with a boarded in the same night, and I just went up to him and asked him, "How you do it?" He's like, "I don't know, I just did it." Oh man! Yeah, these like these guys are so nice, they're so friendly. It's yeah, it's it's kind of weird how like the more insane it gets, like like you were saying, it's like the the nice uh, the nicer these people are. I mean. Well, Re it, relative. I mean, I could still be a total like jackass, but well, and, and I'm sure we all can. But I, I think it's just more kind of like a pro to at least death metal in this instance mm -hmm. of just like you know getting putting all that pent up frustration into lyrics or what you're playing, uh -huh. and then you actually play it all out. Like that's uh, that's very theory as to why Corpse Grinder himself is just such a nice dude. You know, he's been uh -huh. lead singer of Cannibal Corpse for so long, yeah. singing about just like you know cutting people's dicks off with chainsaws <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's a nice fan. Family man, yeah, like, he's, and yeah. he's total nerd as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's it's really interesting the kind of stigma that's given to death metal and to metal in general of just being yeah. a very dark, you know, well, aggressive it, it comes medium. Comes out to the margin, you know, when people, you know, people see people when they see us margin, you know, they're just like, oh, they're angry, and it's like, no, dude, we're yeah, it's like, like yeah. we're like, we're, we're, we're just fighting each other. It's like, uh, no, no, that's not how this fucking works, people. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, karate in the pit. 
Stop fucking doing it! <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't care if I clip the microphone right there. I hope I did. <laughs> you, you did definitely clip it. But that's, Leo's gonna have to be like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, but... Uh... Have a good time, right? <laughs> uh, no, for, for real, though, I mean, uh, it, there's a definite, like, different energy when it, when we're talking to metal bands and we're talking to death metal bands. I mean, we've, we definitely had a good share of hardcore bands come on, too, and throw that bands, but, like, actually talking to metalcore death metal bands there is a different energy between bandmates and how you guys work and when you're playing you have to be able to bring that out you know it's <laughs> nobody wants to go see you know a metalcore band or even a death metal band just like standing in one spot i mean we, i'm pretty sure we've all seen that video of that I, I forget who they are but there was this like video of this metal band who was just completely wasted trying to do their set at this festival and could not even stand up and we're just falling <laughs> over each other and it was a whole thing man i think yeah. i maybe know what you're like it's it's kind of they had, they all they had their man. shirts off. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, sounds like Steel Panther. What the hair? <laughs> I know, right? Like the real Panther. It, yeah, like know? a real, <laughs> like a like like the kind of uh, band that Steel Panther parodies. Yeah. But oh, okay. although, like, have, or maybe have, it was a black metal band. I think I, don't, I, I don't think know. you're right about that. It was a black metal festival, yeah. and they're just. Trash. Yeah, it was just one band, and they're, and just, they're, all, they're too yeah. trash to play. Like, yeah, way he's too like trash. even sitting at the edge of the stage at one point. He's just like, so, like I, I, I actually want to come back to the topic of like drinking too, and when it comes to bands. Uh, but uh, before before we do that, I want to want to jump into a quick horror game if you guys don't mind playing. Bring it on! Yeah, okay. So so that, uh, I was thinking of, of what is a great game to play with the band when darkness falls. I'm like, what is the name when darkness falls remind me of? And I was like, you know what it really thinks me of, makes me think of? It makes me think of Army of Darkness. Darkness. So, if, 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 you, if yes. you've seen the movie Army of Darkness, you already know what it's about, but if by chance you haven't seen Army of Darkness, it, it's the third installment of the Evil Dead franchise where right. Ash Williams is taken back to medieval times to fight the Army of Darkness, also the Army of Deadites, so whatnot have you. But uh, they believe he, he, you know, he's he's a witch. He's he's part of the occult, you know, until he can prove that he he can kill something, and which he does with his boomstick, and they believe that's his magic. Yeah. So they, yeah. you know, follow him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, the, uh, when darkness falls, falls into their own portal, going into medieval oh, no. times, and and they, obviously the way you're dressed, they they don't recognize these clothes, so they they immediately assume you're part of the occult. And, oh, what like uh, a cyborg yeah. T-Rex ripping a guy in half? <laughs> what do you mean? That They're gonna be so confused. By the, no, no, they're gonna they're gonna try and set me on fire. <laughs> so they're gonna try and set at, both of us on fire. As, as they're about to set you on fire, <laughs> yeah. they say unless you can prove that you that you are oracles and do not work with the occult, then we shall light you on fire. So you, you can only bring one piece of modern technology that you have to explain to them how it works. But keep in mind, they don't know what an iPhone is, much less what even a television is. So what would you bring back to explain that you are from the future? And that you mean hmm. peace. Oh no. That's man. a good one. It could be anything that you would want to bring. Anything at all. But keep in mind, like, there's no electricity, so. Yeah, you can't plug it yeah. in. You can't plug it in. There's not gonna an be any. iPod. There's not gonna, gonna make sense. Yeah, there's, there's no, no fuel. music's gonna make sense. No music's gonna make sense. If they hear our music, they're, yeah, that's they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna, like, burn us alive with the equipment. Yeah, they're not gonna know what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like, modern on Back to the Future, you know? Holy shit. So, oh yeah. If it holds a charge, you can bring it. Okay, if it can hold a charge. Yeah, if it holds a charge on its own, you can bring it. So, like, you can bring a phone if you wish. I would think if you wanted to prove that we're from the future, we would need some sort of weapon, but what kind of weapon could we make that would be... that doesn't involve bullets and... well, (laughs) or so the chainsaw's off the table. You know, oh no, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, 
if you took a gun, you know, oh, do- you're gonna you're gonna win. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. It but- was supposed to be quiet. No, no, I bet <laughs> you don't want to take a gun. But if you took a gun, I know you. If you took like, a, uh, but you'd have to also have just like one a, pond. You're good. Just a Dude, just, like, just a fucking. I hate to say it. Like, a, but you'd also have to take a massive crate of ammunition. You're fighting an That's army true. of dark, darkness, not some random asshole of darkness. That's true. All right. <laughs> you don't want to take a musket either. Yeah, no, because it's supposed to be more. Uh, okay, I'll give I'll give you a gun for one option. Okay. We can go with gun. No, no, no. I don't know if I want to take a gun. Okay. Do you want to know what I would bring? Yeah, what, what would, would you, you bring? bring? So what I would bring to like just blow everybody, everybody's mind away is that I would light something on fire but prove I am the king of fires and just bring a fire extinguisher with me. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's shit. so genius! It's just lighting me on fire like, oh, all right. Well, if we go back to the future, you're, you're going to have to join the band because we're just going to be like, fuck, dude, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, Dang, that's yeah, smart yeah. though. That's really smart. Now, <laughs> now you got me really thinking, huh? I would bring some. I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe bringing like a compound bow. It's like this isn't going to be invented for another uh, until like mechan the basics of like mechanics get invented for another four hundred fucking years. Yeah. So it's like so you know your bow. That's a that's a nice bow. Bow's taller than you are. Or I'd bring a crossbow. It's just like hey, watch this. Click. <laughs> It's uh, you're gonna bring your high tech bow to, yeah, I mean, I would, to their their old bow yeah, bows with a laser sight just because it's like <laughs> just to really hammer from I'm from the future man we still use these in warfare because they're quiet they are incredibly accurate and you can also put explosives or fire on the arrow <laughs> like you guys do so it's just but it's just handheld and it's also better. It sounds like they would just make you part of like the army at that point and make you a general and be like, look, he's really destructive <laughs> yeah. and he's really effective with it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, and um, we'd also bring. I'd also bring back uh, modern uh, torture methods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh come on! How could you not do that? Oh, I, I thought we were gonna like. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could torture I, somebody with ten minutes non-repeat of shares. Believe. Oh my god. Wow. I wasn't gonna go that far. Holy I know. Dude, I'm, you're a little, fucked up. I'm a little dark. It's okay. Oh yeah. Alright, just just like just just uh maybe bring an iPod and make them blast music at, at the enemy that makes them wanna just like Dude, they won't know. Who's gonna who's gonna uh play a Rick roll, you know, on their phone? Bring it back then and be like, yeah, I, I bring the sound of the future to you. Dude, they just be like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that there is like yeah, the safer back that, to the future with that, like, that's the thing is that you can bring a piece of modern technology but then you can also bring knowledge with you also bring all your inherent knowledge now whether that knowledge is useful is uh, something else entirely yeah like the stock I don't know. market just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so, so coming back to I'll it, uh, when, when Darkness Falls is this uh, fantastic death metal band, metalcore band, um, just overall heavy band in general that is straight out of uh, here, what is called now the home of Lafayette, Colorado. Um, you guys, uh, again, you just have this great energy about you. You bring this great, you know, funness to you, I do want to say as well, when it comes to just either listening to music or talking about it, talking about it, excuse me, just seeing how passionate you get with it and how much you get into it is a huge, huge thing that we love to hear on the show um, because we're always asking bands that come on to, like, give advice towards, you know, people who are wanting to start a band or who are maybe not so confident about it. And so that's the question I want to ask both of you is what is a piece of advice that you would want to give yourself when you were starting out that you wish you knew now? 
Hmm. I mean, I'm going to probably put uh, take stop drinking off the table because that's a lesson learned in time um, okay. for me. But um, I guess the other one, the biggest one would be, hey, don't freak the fuck out if your technique is wrong, okay? That also comes with time. It's just like, work on it, but don't let it bring you down. That can be kind of hard, though, too. I'm, uh, I'm glad it, it you're is, saying that. It is, like, it is you, still hard for me sometimes. Yeah. And But it's just like, it's just like, you know, but then you, you just, like, oh, for fuck's sake, the left fingers are not working. But then you kind of have to look up, look at the audience, find a guy that you can clearly tell has never seen you play before, and his jaw is just thunk yeah. right on the floor. And just like, you know, despite all the technique issues I think I'm having, that guy's mind is splattered all across the back wall. Yeah. It's just like, focus, like, that's kind of a, it's just like, focus on that. Well, and I'm glad you're saying that too. Like, that's a really good piece of advice that I wish a lot of people would remember. Even one that I've struggled to remember every now and then too, is just that uh, whether, and it, it can apply to kind of anything, you know, uh, technique obviously is the big importance here, but like when, when you see, when you're watching mm -hmm. another band play and you see them do something that you do already, um, it's hard not to get into that comparing mindset for a moment, you know, and we try to stay out of that, you know, everybody goes at their own pace, but it's hard to not look at that and say, why can't I go that fast? Or why can't I play in that exact pattern? Yeah. And, and, and the answer to that is, uh, eh, I could, probably could, give it time. Exactly, and 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 Just I think, don't be your own excuse, man. Like, yeah, don't I, get don't get every, discouraged. Yeah, everybody's like you know, every, dude. I love going on the internet and watching shredders. You know, like going on there and like watching Rusty Cooley, you know, and like all these guys that just shred. Because that inspires me, you know. I'm just like, dude, that's what I want to be like. I want to play like that. I oh, want yeah. that precision. Yeah. And I t I'll talk to other people and they get, they're just like, oh man, I just want to, like, oh, this is, I don't even want to play guitar. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, dude, you should yeah. want to play guitar I'm now. Totally. <laughs> so, totally. yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. people are, you know, they get discouraged. And I was like, dude, you got to throw it out the window, man. You know, yeah. you know, ever, you know, the only person that's gonna shit on your heart, you know, is yourself. Like most of the time, to be oh. honest, you're gonna, <laughs> shit, you know, and, yes, and you're you're gonna hold yourself down more than anybody else can. And and I, I don't give a fuck who comes in your life, you know, because you allow them, to, you know, yeah, they, you allow them to be in your life as much as you want, and how much they're gonna affect you. But right. if, like, you, you know, and most if it's in a negative way, get that shit out of your life, dude. Mm -hmm. Get that shit out of your life. Be stoked. Be so, happy. You know? So basically. Fuck what anyone else is telling you that you can't do. Remember that you're a badass and that you can do it. Yeah, exactly. You, as long as you just keep pushing forward and try not yeah. let that discouragement and, yeah. take over. And get, and get inspired by, sh like, for, for me personally, get inspired by amazing shit that you can't play yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Because yet is the big word. I That's, love that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I, I used to be in that mindset, and uh, he's this guy here is giving me a couple friendly... Smacks in the face, telling me to hey, hey, calm the fuck down, asshole. Yeah, and uh, it it hurts as getting hit in the face usually does, <laughs> but it's worth it. Wait, do you actually hit him in the face too? Like, I think he's hit me in the face more than I've ever hit. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, you, you, get it together. <laughs> you fucking saw yourself out. <laughs> Just say funny things, but yes, but the funny, the funny truth things, but so, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, it's fine. You know, like I know it sounds like I'm being like Ugh, stern, but like you got to do that with yourself. You got to mm -hmm. find that energy inside yourself and bring it out because nobody else is going to do that. Well, we've mentioned that too on the show before, just as like a friendly reminder. 
reminder once or twice is that whatever you're working on, whatever it is, whatever content that you are putting your heart into, you gotta give, you gotta care about ten times more than everyone else around you. Oh yeah. You know, because no one, there, there's gonna be no coach that comes and tells you to get out there and get into it, or there's gonna, there's not gonna be no teacher that tells you that you need to do this today. You're literally your yeah. own boss at that point, and you mm -hmm. have to care yeah. about yeah. it far more than you know any supportive person you have. I mean, because it's great when we have those supportive people. Yeah. It definitely keeps us going. That motivation means the world to us. But it starts like what you're saying with you. Yeah. It yeah. starts with it, you. It starts with Ed, yeah. for sure. Um, sometimes I've I've struggled with uh, losing my inspiration, but and but some uh, but usually there's a there's a turnaround point and. What's great is that over time, that turnaround is happening faster and faster and faster. Like, to the point where it's just like, oh, holy shit, I don't know if I... Five minutes later, I'm going to kick some ass. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to hit the reset button. You know? and, 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 and I think a lot of times people feel like it's a little corny or a little um, cliche to do that. But, I mean, it's, it's it comes back to the positive influence, man. you mm -hmm. got to be your own positive influence. And if it's corny, whatever. It's corny. Yeah. If it yeah. gets you to where you need to go yeah. to get what you want to get yeah. done, done. Uh, what's corny, corny it dude? Corny is being a lazy cunt. Or, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's totally okay. You, but that, it's okay. That, I yeah. say cunt a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> The show. A lazy person, you know. That's, that's that's corny to me, you know. But no, I like that. I'm just gonna look at the mirror and be like, "Don't be a lazy cunt today. Get it done." Yeah. You know? We should put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. 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 Don't be a lazy cunt. Do blast beats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just need space. Just like. Uh, just yeah. Going. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the next, uh, yeah. next step in the meme. Yeah. Yeah. I went from being a guitar stand to uh, encouraging people to play blast beats. To blast. Instead of encouraging people to blast. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being a lazy cut. Yeah. So before we round out today, I got two more questions I want to ask you. So um, first one I want to kind of touch on, but before we get there, is I also want to give a huge thank you again to you two for just hanging out with me and talking about your band, being this open. Shout um, out to Will. Shout out yeah, to Will yeah. as well. He's our he's our uh, second guitar player. Yep. He wasn't able to make it today, uh, but Will, but we love you, man. Your your spirit is with us, Will. We yes. Can feel it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, continue. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but thank you again, uh, and thank you all to the listeners for also tuning in and checking out another yeah. band showcase. Uh, but jumping into it, so we talked a little bit beforehand, and depending how comfortable you feel as well about it, uh, and Nate uh, also, uh -huh. um, we talked about you know uh, between you know drinking and not drinking, and just touched on it slightly. Um, but there is kind of this importance of keeping yourself in check when on stage of what you're putting into your body. Um, you know, and I kind of just wanted to make it an open discussion and see what your opinions are about that and where you stand right. with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can let him go first. I think we have a very different... Yeah, we have, we, we have a different philosophy about this. But I'd love to hear both of your perspectives. Yeah. For, for me personally, it's about... The reason I mainly stopped drinking is because um, it was a lack of self-control and also um, it started fucking with my ability to play. And eventually, as time wore on, I got tired of it, and I basically started exper uh, experimenting with just taking things that affected my ability to play and just smashing them with a hammer. It's, it. I literally stopped drinking because it affected uh, not only my physical ability to play, but also it affected my mood while I was on stage. Especially since if you're if you're drunk, yeah, you, and you're playing like shit, you're you're gonna more easily. It's like a negative feedback cycle. Um, I just don't do it mainly because uh, I make, it makes me feel better if I'm feeling nice and relaxed, like I'm not fighting against anything, I'm not fighting against my own body, my own mind. 
that's when I have that's when the really good playing comes out and that's where uh, that's where I'm just able to just it's almost like hyper meditation just focusing in and just delivering the, yeah the hyper fixation that's it's, it's it almost looks like I'm in a different place sometimes when I'm on stage I'm just like like oh he looks bored as fuck. That's because he's focusing. Yeah, he's just he's 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 thinking of his next step. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of like I'm gonna there's this fill coming up and I'm gonna fucking just nail the shit out of that and explode your mind again. I love it. So you you so you walked away from uh, drinking one because of just personal reasons, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but also because you knew it was affecting how you were performing on stage. Yes. Yes. Um, you know and. To that respect, I think it's really great when we can reflect on that and know what is affecting us and choose to mm-hmm. take that out of our life so we can continue to do our art, yes. whatever, whatever that, whether it is drinking or, or smoking or, or what have well, you, whatever what have is you. the thing. Oh, yeah. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> that's just my opinion. You um, right. Oh, tell the good people. So it's, you know, you know, in a weird, after hearing him just kind of explain it, I don't feel like they're too far off, actually. Uh, but my thing is, like, you know, I, I drink. I love to drink. I love to smoke weed. I, I love it all. You know, I'll do whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But you know, my 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 thing about it is like, uh, like I feel like my like my mind is correct and I know what I want and I know what I want to do. Yeah. Not everybody's like that. You know that I mean? self discipline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and like keeping yourself in check. You know, like as far as like you know knowing what your balance is when you're gonna play. You know what I mean? But yeah. it, it all it is it in my mind it is all a mental thing. You know what I mean? As far as like if you drink too much you're gonna be screwed. Obviously. Oh, obviously. But but as far as like you know you know it all comes down to like why are you drinking? Why are you smoking? Why are you doing this? Are you doing it to look cool? Are you trying to forget something like this? Me none of that shit, dude. I drink because I like it, man. I like yeah. you know I like to feel loose. I like to you know I like to smoke because I like to feel like, you know that feeling you know and like. And, you know, over time, you know, I sit around and I practice and I play. But it's it's all about knowing who you are and, and keeping everything correctly balanced. That's that's the idea, is keeping things yeah. balanced. You sound like you definitely have more of the mindset of, I like to use this more as a celebratory thing, of a good feeling type of thing. And you know where to cross that line so you don't start using it as a dependent. Yeah, hopefully. And, and so, <laughs> well, and either way, though, like, it still deserves a, a bit of, you know, credit to you to do that as well. I mean, just because, uh, again, coming back to the stigma that is attached to, like, death metal and metal in general, it's, mm-hmm. you know, definitely, like, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, pounding back a whole bottle of Jack yeah. Daniels. Yeah, so, pound, yeah, pounding Jack Daniels or, yeah. or tequila or what have you and, and just, uh, like, doing lines upon lines of coke. Yeah. And stuff, like, well, I think the weird thing is when I start, you know, I love to party. I like to have fun but I think the worst part about it is I still love to move forward with yeah. my life mm-hmm. and there's a lot of folks that, that get caught and don't move forward you know they get caught in the cycle or like they like to that party that party mentality yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah. didn't we write a, didn't you write a song about that well yeah that was well I, yeah, well the lyrics were uh, for were de- Death Turo so alright so yeah, yeah but yeah, that was an older song, but yeah. uh, but still though, uh, yeah. thank thank you for like uh, touching on that and opening up on it. I, I understand that that can be a very personal thing, so I really do appreciate you guys yeah. opening up about it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, as we uh, wrap up today's show, again, I'm gonna remind all listeners to follow, like, and support when darkness falls. Um, they're a fantastic band. They're really great to talk to, and 
by the way, did you know they have fantastic music to listen to? Because you're listening to this interview and you should already know that by now. But yes, they have fantastic music, so please go follow them and find their music and just support the living hell out of them. And new um, music coming soon. Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, as we, and I'm going to let you touch on that too as we wrap up as well, but before we get there, I want to ask you the final question, which is the same question we ask every single band that comes on the show. What is a crazy story you're willing to share from a show you have oh, played shoot. or have been on, uh, really or have attended? What about the Dickens show? Do you think that qualifies? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess if, if he wants to talk about that, I sure. Right. Right. You don't wanna... The Dickens show. Do you have, do you have really... something crazier? Cause... No, well, I, you know, we have some crazy. All right, that one's pretty funny, dude. I, I, I mean, I like it's, the it's story, funny so in retrospect. It was terrifying. You, you can't intro the Dickens show and then not follow dude. up. The okay, show. fine. Fucking, fucking it was fine. too good not to tell. <laughs> That's very, very true. But we'll be nice. We'll leave names. We'll be. We'll just. We'll leave names. Uh, we'll leave names out. I think that's fair. <laughs> Besides, I hope the, uh, per, the, uh, the uh, I hope the person who is uh, one of the major players of the story. I don't oh know if they. You are. can always admit names if you wish. I don't uh, want to, but if uh, I'm trying. But if they, but if they are I'm crying, this is so funny. We <laughs> haven't even started yet. I just like, you're, you're holding. You keep me in anticipation right here. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the person. If, I don't know if the person here is an unruly girlfriend at one time. Oh, okay. like oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, all yes. right. And she would get upset uh, about she, the fog yeah, machine yeah, most. Well, yeah, she's gotten just upset about lots but of she things. She had something in rock that She yeah, did not she like had... me, dude. Oh, <laughs> man. Dude, legitimately thought this guy was a coke addict. He's like, he, like, saw you guys doing, I, you, and... Uh, we made a joke, and I, like, literally, like, yeah. still have not done coke in years. Yeah. Like, yeah. years! I was like, there the last time you, uh, you, you and Mac were doing coke in the truck, but... Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, like, a whole was year like, before I even met like this four, chick, so. That was, like, three, three years ago, but... Yeah, anyway. man, it was, it was back when I was first in the band, but... We'll, we'll get to the meat and potatoes, go ahead. Yes, but... Oh, it seems like it was very, up, uh, very uptight about a lot of things, and... The, and all and a lot of those things were things that Eli had no problem with admitting to because you oh, know because yeah. you have your um, oh, your sort of uh, as we touched on earlier that sort of keeping yourself in check you know you know yeah. yourself well enough yeah. that you know drugs are not a problem for you yeah so dude this girl like so we'd already so we, like we, she would get upset about the fog machine because she couldn't take photos of it th this okay. is specifically this, this is, specific show this specific show um, she got upset about uh, the fog machine. And um, because she couldn't take uh, pictures from uh, the pit of me, her boyfriend, on the drum set, on the riser in the back, when three of my of my of our mutual friends had gone around the side of the stage and come back and gotten pictures of me from behind in the side. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so there was sort of a logic thing. So, yeah, failing so we here. just got finished playing the set, right? And okay. pack, I'm everything's up. done, dude. Yeah, everything's and done. Pa packing up, I'm packing up. You know, like everybody's packing up. It was a fun show. Everybody yeah, had a we had great a gr time. I, I had a great time. They had the big head. That this big yeah. Anyway, yeah. She, yeah the, uh, by the way, she punched off like a hole in that head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so, so take it from your perspective. So, if so, so it's already the show's already over, dude. Like yeah. we're packing up. You know, not even thinking about anything. You know, the guys, the sound guys, going around asking, you know, getting his cables and it. Yeah, whatever. And then you know, here she, here, <laughs> and here, here, here comes his lady here friend. She comes on, she's like clonking on stage, dude, like like angrily or whatever. And she's like, 
And she, I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, oh, I wish I could have been able to take some, you know, what? she said something about the fog machine. And I was yeah. just like, oh, well, the show's over now, so I don't know what to tell you. And then she's like, you're a coke addict. Fucking just like, just yells it. And remember, we're on the stage still. You know, I'm packing up and I'm watching these, <laughs> these, these two fight. Like, it was nearly... It like she was willing to throw punches at you. Well, she was just yelling, and I'm just standing there. <laughs> and I was like, "What is?" And she started talking shit about the band. She's and like, "Nate doesn't need to be in this band. Nate, Nate's better emo- in this band." And Nate's standing she- like right over there. I'm and just, just looking just, at like, this, <laughs> and I'm fucking looking at this because once people start yelling at each other, like. I got some. No, no, going I on. was not yelling at her. Not yet. So fuck off. No, I was not. I told. I said Sternly one. Speaking. I said one goddamn sentence okay. to her. Okay. <laughs> okay. She was I yelling. Told her to suck uh, my she dick. was yelling. At, there was. Uh, okay. I guess this. But anyway, I'm just looking at this and I'm like, I'm just gonna go back to just putting this. Like, I just let you guys have uh, have at each other, just doing the thing. Well, but I'm just trying to pack up and get the fuck out of here, like a professional. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so. Sure. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah just going off just uh, and it really made no sense to me and you uh, didn't and on the car ride home she was yelling at me crying she was hating your ass you like it was it, like just screaming i was getting screamed at and i was just she, was she from- got mad because like yelled because she was saying all she just said saying all these things to me and i was just like and I was just like, well, suck my dick. That's all I said to her. <laughs> and then she looks at my girlfriend, and she's like, did you hear that? He just told me that he wants me to suck his dick. Oh, and my like, God. <laughs> and I was just... It was rough when, uh, when I was in that, and when I was there. But from now, with time and distance, it's like, holy sh... <laughs> You obviously married her. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh right? no, <laughs> we were, uh, honestly, we sh- uh, she uh, sh- she was like she wanted me to quit the band because of that whole thing, which to me made absolutely no sense. So, so, so let me get this straight. So she got she got upset because she didn't get a photo of you because her because the fog machine. That was her excuse. Yeah. Even though she, she could have just gone around back. Yeah, she and, she could have. Yeah. And she was yelling at me, trying to fight for me, and I'm like, I don't need defending. Plus. I don't give a shit about okay. it's a fog machine. I'm a I played with fog machines before. I'm used to it. It's just it's like I don't care if anybody uh, people may not be able to see me, but they're sure right. as fuck gonna hear me, and you know that's what they're there for. So so that right? happens. Right? Show ends, and then you you just say like so Eli, you say like one thing to her, and she just like snaps at that. Oh, point. totally. Yeah. And so she's like, "You're a cracker." Yeah, she, the first what? thing she says, "You're a coke addict." Yeah, and I was just like, "What?" And the next, the next thing that came out of my mouth was, "Suck my dick." That was like, which honestly, anyone who's like drunkenly yelling at you and talking shit about your band. Are you going to just tell him to fuck off? Yeah, I was just telling him to fuck off. And then she's just yeah. like, Nate, you need to quit this band. You need to quit this like, band. She threatened to literally jump out of, uh, out of the car, out of my car. Oh, jeez. Like, that's how... It was yeah. fucked up, and I'm just... That, that was just crazy because it was... Uh, like, we... I think we definitely have a lot of, like, other crazy stories. Like, but... The things that we were in control of and where we were having fun. This was yeah. holy shit. That we did have one drummer one time get off of his dr- uh, before Nate was in the dr- band. We were playing a show, and uh, my microphone kept cutting out. So I kind of I slapped it because I didn't want to use it anymore, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I went and stood by our bass player, and I was just jamming out, and we finished the rest of the song. And then I hear behind me, I hear the drummer yelling, "Use the microphone! Use the microphone!" 
And I was like, dude, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Just play the next song. You know? And so I'm standing there and I get like in my power stance and nothing's happening. And all of a sudden somebody comes up and pushes me. It's our drummer. And he's yelling at me. He's like, he's like, dude, use the fucking microphone. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, dude, I told you the microphone's not working. And he's starting to push me more. And I was genuinely so confused. And then our bass player's like, Marcus, security, get him out of here. And the security guard grabs our drummer, drags him out of the venue. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? <laughs> like, Crazy. And then he came back inside. He's like coming back. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he came back and he played one more song. <laughs> So there's, so there's another crazy story. Yeah. I gave it two. Just to, yeah. Yeah. to end on a kind two, of a good uh, Two for one special yeah. for, yeah. For, uh, for all of you fine people uh, out there. So uh, as we close out the show today, uh, well, what, what is When Darkness Falls working on right now? And when can any everybody expect it? Well, we have a plan for this. Yes. So we're going in the studio July 20th. Yes. With the Rusty Sun Audio. Yep. With okay. our buddy Nick. He's yep. an awesome, yeah. awesome guy. He's, He's the same really guy nice. who recorded the, uh, the Zenith single that we have on. That one's reappearing on this new, on this new record. Yes. Um, and uh, one thing that's going to be changing about this record completely and about the group is we're no longer a three-piece. We've always been a three-piece. Bass, guitar, drums. And okay. vocals, of course. Um, and we've always we've had a blast doing it, but now we're adding a second element, or what? Well, another then, another element, a second guitar voice, player, another yeah. voice, to yeah. the, and that's kind of changed the uh, changed the whole. It, yeah. it changed the it like changed the dynamics, you know, in mm -hmm. a weird way. Like we do a lot of more harmonies, and like uh -huh. the guitar solos, you know, have a more crunchy because that you know they have something. They have a little guitar uh, guitar. Yeah, back and it. it's yeah. not like you know some you know it's not always something generic, you know. Like with Will, he's really he's a really good guitar player, like. This kid is killing it, man. Yeah, I'm so this happy guy found is so knowledgeable, so passionate, so energetic, and the son of a bitch can play his ass off. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Morgan, shout out to Will. Will, Will yeah. again. Will, William Perkins. You know, William yeah. Perkins! His full name. You can tag him in weird stuff. But Please do. Yeah, but, so that's the thing, dude. We're, we're taking a whole new direction, man. Well, I want... So we're... I, I keep you know whenever he says new direction I get upset so now and now I just said new direction but, <laughs> I was but, shut up but what I, but what I mean is like you know we're just building on top of what we've yeah. had before and like you know that's yeah. what we've always done yeah we're just know? adding another layer to the, uh, to the house yeah and making it and just because yeah. we were doing backing track guitar for a while and to just kind of get the feel of the second like how, how would that sound and, and we were like oh, oh. So on, Such a boner. So on the same road, but in a new vehicle. Yes, sir. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Upper, uh, with an upgraded engine, more luxurious engine. Yeah, it's a little bigger. You know, <laughs> nice. Nice flame paint job on the sides and shit. I love know. it. Coming to just crush it, you know. Yeah, and so you're going in the studio July 20th. July 20th, and we're going to go in and record. Yeah. Okay, and so, what we're, we so behind we, is the name of we don't have any uh, release dates yet then. Ooh. Well, we want to get it out on... Uh, Jan January first is is our is our plan because okay. that was when we released our uh, our uh, single last year uh, or this year shit we're still in twenty twenty so uh, we just want this year to be gone I guess but yes. like <laughs> but yeah twenty twenty you can look the uh, February January first was when we released uh, Zenith the Black and the Zenith the Black is gonna be on the the new the full length as well yeah. but it's gonna be a little different because it, yeah. now it's gonna have two guitars the single only has one guitar. This one's gonna have two guitars and a little harmony here and there. Yep. So and love that's it. yeah. Yeah. I, I I gotta say again, I already said it earlier, but I just I love your energy that you guys have. Okay. I mean the fact that you're just like even talking about the little intricate parts of now we're gonna have another guitar. guitar. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I do genuinely yeah. mean that. Dude, we're I, so I love your, dude, like, <laughs> just geeking out about this shit all the time is 
Well, and, and weird, this is an yeah. example of what we talk, of what we mentioned. Caring about something ten times more than everybody else around you. Yeah. Like this energy that you're bringing to it. Like this is the energy that a lot of bands should have. And not saying that none don't, but just yeah, again the fact that you can yeah. personify there's, there's, it. There's there's a couple, there's a kind of energy that you just can't get from methamphetamine. And, <laughs> yeah, and we got it. You know, everybody talks about that term with playing music. You know, use it or lose it. But it's the same thing with your attitude. It, if you don't use your happiness, it's gonna dissipate. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just. It's just like a happy, like focusing. That's like, yeah. it's like we each have our different ways of achieving it, but we still achieve it, and we just pull it together, and then, and then fucking yeah. roof gets torn off the place. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, where can everybody go to follow you guys and support you? Uh, YouTube. You can go on Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, where Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Facebook is like the number one where you can see what we're doing. You know nice. that one's and Instagram as well. All the platforms. Yeah, you know. Uh, thanks to CD Baby, they're awesome. They distribute us Ooh. everywhere, so those got, you gotta pay them. But that they still do it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they never do it for free. <laughs> yeah. Ghouls, gals, creeps, immunes alike. Uh, when darkness falls is this fantastic metal band out here in Colorado uh, that if you haven't heard of now, you're gonna listen to them well at the end of this episode and hear their music, obviously. But you know what they're about. You know they're these great dudes. So please, please, please go in the links below. Follow them, like them, give them some support, share their music, hit them up, send weird stuff to Will. I mean, <laughs> yes, dude, please, please. It's, it's, it's almost like a hazing ritual. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. When we get it, uh, when we get our new bass player, he's gonna go through this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we're looking for a bass player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. By <laughs> chance, if you're listening to this episode, and depending on what time you're listening to this episode, if you are interested in becoming a bass player for When Darkness Falls, please message him on Instagram or, or uh, Facebook. Our Facebook. Yeah, in contact and, yes. and if uh, we currently have a bass player when you see this ad um, please disregard yeah. <laughs> they are sorry <laughs> um, kind of yeah. uh, with that in mind Ghouls, Gals, Creeps, Mutants this is another band showcase episode thank you again for hanging out with me as I got to talk with another fantastic band and learn about them uh, with that in mind we will talk about music with you next time all right, and there you go. That was my interview with Nate and Eli from When Darkness Falls. Again, really, really awesome dudes, really friendly. And I even got to hang out with them for a little bit after the interview and just getting to talk about the scene and bands and what we have planned for the podcast was really cool. But it was funny because there's always just kind of like, it's always nice to find like these small things that like you can kind of find friendship on. And one of the things that we found friendship on was uh, the WWE and uh, AEW and ECW. And so we started talking wrestling for like a hot minute and so like it was really kind of nice just to auto just to nerd out and geek out with these dudes um so again please check them out please support them in the description and that below there's links to go follow them and subscribe to them subscribe to them on youtube follow them on facebook download and share their music on spotify i know that one's a little bittersweet just because that isn't too kind to indie artists so i'm going to implore you to if you do like what you hear go ahead and stay tuned by you know either merch or future albums from them and really just support these guys because they're really awesome they sent us one song from their upcoming work that they're working on right now and it's called zenith 
the black. All right, ghouls, gals, creeps and mutants alike. And if you have also a band, really quick, if you have a band and you want some exposure and you want to come on for an interview, please email us at prhpbands at gmail.com. I can't stress that enough. We do have bands that reach out to us on our Twitter and our Instagram, although we will respond on that. We can't, I can't guarantee that we're going to respond on a timely manner only because we don't do much communication through there. We do majority of our communication through email. So if you want a fast response, again, send an email with all your promotional material, um, what your band is about, and everything to our email, prhpbands at gmail.com. All right, let's jump into the song Zenith the Black. Yeah, 